Hello, hello, this is Tracy Harrell, and welcome to Bigger Than Me. Each week, we focus on how to achieve your definition of success and happiness. On Bigger Than Me, we bring together a combination of ageless wisdom, the latest research, and engaging interviews with amazing people who are sharing their stories to help each of us achieve our full potential. Your journey to transformation begins right now. Let's do this. Okay, people, we are Facebook Live, we are YouTube Live, and I am so excited about today's show. Today, we have three amazing gentlemen gentlemen on with us, and we're going to be talking about getting the results that you want in life, but getting the results that you want and getting the joy that you want in life. Doing all of that while you're experiencing obstacles, despite the obstacles that you experience in your life. So we have three experts who've done it, who are doing it, who are going to tell you all kind of amazing things. This is one of the areas of, 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 that I love to talk about. One of the topics I love to talk about, I wrote in a best-selling book called Ignite Happiness, and, and Albert's Urena was one of my co-authors. So I'm going to introduce Albert first, and I'm going to ask you, Albert, tell us what is your name, where are you located, what's your claim to fame, and then what is that 30-second little nugget that you would share with our audience on what they can do to get the results and the joy that they want in life, despite obstacles? Yes, thank you very much, Tracy. I am happy and grateful to be here in your show, Bigger Than Me. My name is Albert Urena. I'm a co-author with Tracy on the best-selling um, book, Ignite Happiness. And I'm located in South Florida. I'm originally from the Dominican Republic. And my brand, my message is transformation is possible. And the reason that is, is because I come from a background of violence, drugs, and street gangs. And now I'm here on this show speaking, inspiring people all over the world. So something that I, um, life is full of obstacles. Life is always going to be a dance between good emotions and bad emotions, between challenges and opportunities. So something that I do is um, always be you. No matter what you are doing, always be you. And always remember to tap into your happiness. Always remember, just like Tracy says, this is bigger than you. You're here because this is bigger than you. Your life is not for you. It's for everybody that you get to touch on a daily basis. Mm, I love it. I love it. I love it. Woo, I really am the luckiest woman in the world because I get to do what the Japanese call, there's a term called ikigai. Well, you do what you were meant to do. You do what you're amazing at. You do what the world needs. The part I haven't fixed is how do I get paid for it? So that's what Coach A.M. Williams is going to help me with. Coach, he's a results coach. And so, Coach A.M., I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself as well. Tell us what your claim to fame is. And again, we're talking about getting results and also getting joy despite obstacles. What 30-second little tidbit can you share with others, with those watching on what they can do to get the results and the joy that they want in their life? Well, it's all about results, right? That's why we pursue everything that we do in life. It doesn't matter um, what it is that we do or for a living, why we go to school, um, why we pursue certain careers, why we marry the people we marry, uh, why we choose to live in the places that we uh, choose to live. It's all about getting the life, getting the uh, living out what it is that we desire. In fact, man's greatest ambition is to see what's inside of him come to fruition. So there are very few things that matter in the mind of mankind than being able to get the results that they want. Um, what I have been able to do is to master the art of getting results. And it all begins with one simple thing. It begins with understanding your value, understanding what it is that you bring to the earth being able to package it in a way that matters most to other people and charging premium for it. Your ability to be able to do that allows you to make a valuable contribution to the earth. It was Jim Rohn that said, we don't get paid for the hour. We get paid for the value we bring to the hour. Our ability to understand what we bring to the hour and bring more of it will lead us into that financial happiness and create joy 
that we desire. I love that. We're going to have an amazing show today. If it's not clear, we're going to have an absolutely amazing show today. My third guest is George Frost. And George and I have connected in in a number of different ways. We actually go to the same church. He's uh, one of the associate ministers for a new at New Beginnings Christian Fellowship, and we also George. I'm gonna have you. Um, we also are, are partners, co-members in um, Tabor 100. So yes. I'm gonna have you again introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, your your claim to fame, and then what would you say? What is that 30 second little nugget that you would share with others on how they can get the results and the joy that they want in life despite any obstacles? Okay. Uh, I'm George Frost, uh, GW, um, the principal and owner of GW Frost and Associates, and um, I'm an ordained minister, and um, for 30 seconds, I, I think that um, you have to choose to have joy, but I think mine comes from my, starts with my faith, my faith in God, uh, so I, I have a certain level of inner joy and peace that I'm actually surprised about sometimes. Now I'm an intellectual type person too. I'm educated, all of those things, but I found that the spiritual side of me helps me to get through things and it gives me a certain abiding joy on the inside, no matter what the circumstances are. And uh, and, I, and I can get through those things. And then I think there are three principles that I use for success, faith, hope, and love. And, and they get me through. Oh, I love that. I love that. And it's funny that you, you mentioned that, George, because what we're going to talk about today is really exciting. We, we are going to provide both scientific evidence on what it takes to get results, but there's also a spiritual side to it. And, and Albert and I are not only did we write in an already internationally best-selling book, internationally bestseller in eight countries and 14 Amazon book categories. Don't you love saying that, Albert? Good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Don't you love saying it? So, We're also writing right now in another book that's going to be wrapping up in the next like week or so. And it's called the, it's called Ignite Inner Spirit. And George, I know you and I had a conversation about how you get results. What you just said is basically it's about the power of the inner spirit, this -hmm. concept of faith and hope and love. Those are definitely connected to this conversation around inner spirit. My chapter in this book, it's, it's a compilation book, but my chapter talks about my journey, how I discovered success, how I discovered results, and I discovered it through the power of my inner spirit. So I'm going to ask you, George, to kind of help us kind of circle back through this idea of faith. When you say those words, I'm going to have you tell us what, I know you had a little acronym that you said the other day, because this show is really about not just knowing a thing. We all know, like Mm -hmm. I know how to lose weight. I haven't quite done it yet. I'm in the progress now. I'm moving, moving Mm -hmm. closer to that goal, but you can know a thing and still not do a thing. So this is going to be about, this show is all about getting results, closing that gap between knowing a thing and doing a thing. So George, you had some activation elements that you put into uh, the acronym FAITH. Can you tell us about FAITH? How, what would you, how would you describe that? Oh, sure. Well, one, I, I think the acronym I used for FAITH was just simply F-A-I-T-H, but I think the way uh, the scripture says faith without works is dead or without corresponding actions is dead. So you can have faith all you want, but if your actions don't correspond to what you believe, what your faith is, it doesn't work. Uh, But faith does work. And so the acronym I use is faith, F-A-I-T-H, F, fighting doubt and unbelief. So I I put action to the faith. I put action even to the hope and to the love. And I want to make them actionable things. So with faith, Fighting doubt and unbelief, A, acting on what you believe, I, imitating others who have demonstrated faith, T, taking God at his word, and then H, holding on to your uh, confession of your faith. Very important uh, things, I think, uh, in life to to get through uh, difficult circumstances and to keep on enjoying life. I love that. Now, I saw heads nodding. I saw Albert nodding his head as you were speaking. What about what he just said, Albert, uh, kind of connected with you? And again, if you're not a believer, it's okay. You might become one after this show, but it's not about that because we're going to bring you scientific evidence as well. Please be clear. They're not disconnected. 
I have multiple master levels degrees. And let me just be clear. I'm my faith is the core to my success. So again, this is not about that. So don't turn off the, the, the channel if you if that is not your thing. But listen to these guys who are all intellectuals as well as they I think there's a little connection to the power of inner spirit. So Albert, what about what he just said connected with you? Why were you nodding your head, which is what we call the amen corner in the South? Yes, yes. Everything he said um, just resonated with me. I love the faith um, acronym that you came up with. Um, the one that resonated the more for me was hold into the faith that you declare upon. Because mm -hmm. I know for me personally, I'm always the type of person, okay, I have faith, everything is going to work out. But sometimes I let the thoughts in my mind get me on that. It, it freezes me. You know, I get on the flight and freeze mode and I don't take action. So I love that you said that because most of the times we have, like Tracy said, we know what we know, but we don't implement it because we are afraid. We are afraid of getting rejected. We are afraid of getting ridiculed. We are afraid of, of the criticism that we're going to receive. But for me, um, in my personal story, I got to tap into my inner spirit while I was doing time in jail. And I was reading the scripture. I was reading the Bible and I was going to a prayer circle every night. And I felt that call in my heart, like, okay, I'm, I'm supposed to bring the word every night. And I was granted that gift, the honor to bring the word of God every night for the cellmates. And just because I took action on the faith that I declared that, okay, God has a calling for me. My calling is to be a spiritual teacher. And I actually took action. I saw the healing it was having on the inmates. Like they started forgiving each other. They started uh, asking for forgiveness for the crimes that they did that they were there in jail for. So um, taking action on faith is one of the key components of living a happy life. Because for me, I can, I can take a deep breath, you know, and release the stress. But if I don't have a connection with God, I, I don't want to put my personal beliefs on you. But if I don't have a personal connection with God in that intimacy, it's like, that boy is not getting filled. So oh. faith, faith is a major component. I love it. AM, I, I saw you nodding your head too, as George was talking about, you know, the, the, this concept of faith, this uh, describing actions that can be taken. One thing I know about you is as a results coach, you are all about action. So AM, can you tell us what advice do you give to your clients when they have these amazing ideas, but they're not taking action? Like just what, what, what do you urge people who are watching right now? Who is like, you know, I have this dream inside of me. I really want to be happy. I want to do X. I want to do Y. I want to, I want to come out of 2020 making this my best year ever, despite everything I've been through. What little piece of advice would you tell someone as a results coach who to Albert, what he said is he, people are afraid. What, 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 how do you nudge those people to, to take action? Well, the first thing I ask them, ironically, is what are they resisting? Because what many of us fail to understand is that it's not about going out and getting anything. It's really not about making anything happen. It's really about aligning ourselves with what we desire. What many people don't understand, the original term desire actually goes back to an older term, this day sire, which is translated as of the father. It's translated as of the father. So a desire, a burning desire is the urge of life seeking fuller expression. It is God seeking ex full expression through you is how he chooses to express himself through you in the earth. You have to first acknowledge that desire. You have to acknowledge it and make the decision to make it the standard in your life. And that's where most people miss it. Because what they want to be able to do is have the results of change without actually going through the change itself. <laughs> So I love it. <laughs> they they want they want the benefits of the butterfly while remaining the caterpillar at the same time. Hold so, on, hold on. 
That's that's pretty much it. Oh no, you you said way too much there. You, you gotta let me percolate and share, and bring it back to the audience. That was beautiful because butterflies are my absolute favorite visual representation of what it takes to go through a transformation. You do have to go into. You gotta do the work. But what I I'm, I'm gonna highlight three things I heard you say, and then guys, you can, you feel free to respond. I think Jerry Burchard, I see you just joined. Turn your camera on. We're gonna bring you into this conversation as well. So excited to have you. Whew. Okay, people, let me put it on, on, on gallery view. I'm going to welcome everyone else back to the show. Dr. Jerry Burtard in the house. <laughs> Dr. Todd, I'm so excited to have you with us. I'm so excited to be here. I'm sorry I was late. I thought that I wasn't going to make it, but I'm here. Listen, everything happens through divine, through divine connection. You know I believe that. You know who you're speaking with, right? You know yeah. that. God's timing is always right. So mm-hmm. Dr. Tart, I'm gonna recap for you and for the listening audience. And thank you so much for those on Facebook. We got live on YouTube. I'm actually part of this Be On TV bootcamp. Uh, Coach A.M. Williams, he knows uh, Jen Gottlieb and Chris Whitfield. They challenged us to do things outside of the box. Now, I've been doing this show for a while, as you know, preparing all this great content for these books. I've never put it out there. This is, this is Chris and Jen with Be On TV uh, Bootcamp, if you're interested in how do you elevate your game, how do you take it to the next level, do what you're afraid to do. This is my last two years have been all about me being afraid and doing stuff and encountering, overcoming every obstacle, but I realized I still hadn't put myself all the way out there, right? Uh, coach A.M. Williams is a results coach, Dr. Uh, Tart. So some of the things you've been telling me for two years, how I've been doing this work to change the world, you were like, but you need to make some money while you're doing it. I felt like I was in an incubation phase. I was in my cocoon, right? Like I was doing the work. You got to do the work. Now that I feel like I've done the work, I have so much to share. I'm like bursting out. My wings are fluttering AM. The results are here. So it's super exciting. So Dr. Tart, I have the guys introduce themselves already. So you're going to catch up real quick by telling us who you are, where you're located. This um, idea of today's topic is getting the results and the joy that you want in life despite obstacles. So what would you say, you're a, you're, you're a therapist and I'll let you introduce yourself, but what, 30, in 30 seconds after you introduce yourself, what is that little tidbit nugget of advice that you give to your clients in order for them to get results and to find joy in their life? Hi everybody, my name is um, Jerry Tart. I'm a doctor of uh, psychology here in Orlando, Florida. I've been in private practice for more than uh, 20 years and I've been in the field of psychology for more than 40. Um, so that's, that's, that's enough about me. But to the point, I did come on when uh, George, I think it was, was speaking and he was knocking it out of the ball, ballpark as well as Coach A.W. The reality is, is that if we don't get out of our own way, we'll continue to do the things that we've always done. If you want something different, What does that mean? How does it feel? I say often that a repeated behavior is repeated because of an emotional relationship. So if that emotional relationship is negative, guys, then what you're going to get is negativity. So if it is that we say that we are about it, what are we we about? Are we clear? I love the definition, A.W., that you gave about desire. You know, the scripture tells us to delight ourselves in the Lord and he will give us the desires of our heart. I mean, you know, if that is so on point, because God's word is already written in heaven and it's not going to return to him void. And I know that I'm talking fast, but I'm trying to catch up with everybody else. But the reality here is, are we about doing the work? Yes, courage, it sometimes is, courage sometimes hurts, hurts, but that's where we have our power, okay? We can ask God for discernment. We can ask him to remove those things or help us to understand those things that we can't, um, that's not ours to handle, but then our piece is courage. Are we about the courage? Are we about doing the heavy lifting as it were? We aren't doing it alone. He's already told us we don't have to do it by ourselves. He's got that for us. But are we willing to do that? And, and, and I just see your name, George, and I'm sorry, it was Albert who was speaking when I first came on. But the point that I'm trying to make here is that if we are willing to open up our, our minds, we have abundant life. Do we believe that? So what we feed will grow. What is it that you be? Uh, what is it that you believe? And and Tracy, you're yes, a living ma'am. example of that. 
look at like just as you said if, if for the last two years as you've been talking and and and, and you just you just uh, uh, migrate to people it's just your automatic nature or whatever and you've got all kinds of stories but now you put them out there and the world is able to see hey look i have a story and i can do something different if i choose to and it is about conscious choice because god did create us with choice I love, love, love that. Exactly. Yes. And what one of the things I wanted to uh, follow back up with, I heard uh, Coach AM, you said, you talked about this uh, burning desire, right? There, there's something that the urge of life, right? The, 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 the oh, seeking full expression. So there's something inside that wants to come outside and each of you have talked about how do you get the results and the joy that you want there's always something telling us what to do you know whether that it's that little angel on the right and the the the, the, the not so angelic thing on the left who's kind of whispering in your ear eat that cookie or don't right do that thing or don't do that work or don't like do the work or not do the work right we all have those voices and so we got to kind of condition ourselves to listen to the one that we know is going to help us accrue to the goals we want so mm -hmm. so i'm going to circle back around uh coach am this concept of the desires of your heart, this 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 thing, how do we get people to actually focus on following that thing inherently? Like just making it a habit. I think that's the thing that I've done over the last two years. I am so connected to my inner spirit. I am so connected to the things that I know are for me, that are for the world and make the world a better place. I don't even think about it. I brought you on my show after meeting you for 30 minutes because there was a divine connection. Right. When I brought invited you to be in a, on a national webinar that I was doing that I had 120 P rep, 120 people register for it didn't take me five minutes to feel the connection with you to know you were right for it and I brought you into that already full panel of amazing guests did I not. Yes. That was me finding the following the Holy Spirit. So my question to you is that was me following my inner spirit. So my question to you is what other words of wisdom advice would you share with others around noticing, acknowledging, and then following that burning, that urging. Well, the, the thing of it is, that's why I said, you know, you have to make a decision. You have to make a decision. Um, and the significance, when I'm saying make a decision, many of us translate into an intellectual decision, intellectual agreement. But what I'm really saying is that, are you willing to trade your current life for it? Are you willing to trade the life that you've been living for the life that you desire? And until you do that, then you haven't made a decision. Wow. Making a decision is burning the ships. There is no plan B. <laughs> making the making a decision. You talk about Cortez, the, the explorer, who would explain what, what, what burning the ships is. Because Dr. Tart will tell you, I burned a few ships myself uh, in my weight loss journey. I called it burning of the boat's brunch. I would go have my last favorite meal, call it myself, right? About to get into a new plan. But I really oh. wasn't ready. I really wasn't ready. Well, it's. It, I have to go back to what my fellow panelists said, um, Mr. Frost, when he talked about the dynamic of faith, because what many of us really don't understand about faith is absolute faith means you have no contradiction of the thing you desire in you. Mm, mm. Mm, say that, say that again so that people can hear you. Say it again. Absolute faith means you have no contradiction of its manifestation in you. Mm. It's not, it's not a matter of it hoping to be you know that it's going to be. Mm -hmm. You're not hoping and wishing. You got double you know, snaps from it's, Albert. It's, it's, it's you got Dr. Tar over here sweating up a storm. And you got George. Guys, go ahead and lean in. Go ahead and lean in. Uh, either one of you. Albert, I'll start with you. And then got Dr. Tar and George. What, what, what about that kind of got you excited? Is is Coach AM um, just nailed it. Um, it is on the burning desire. Um, and I want to be totally transparent today with you guys. When Tracy um, texted me last night to be on the show, I got really nervous because I never been on a podcast live before. So, and I was, you know, I've been going through some obstacles, financial obstacles. So I wasn't in the good mood per se. But then today, this morning, she texted me again. And, I, and then I had that thought, okay, this is my burning desire. This is everything I've been praying for. And it's happening right now. I'm getting the opportunity to speak on the platform to hundreds of viewers and do God's work. So when, when I got in touch 
with that burning desire is when I say, you know what? I ain't got to get ready for no questions. Tracy, count me in. I'm, I'm down for both shows. So I got in touch with my burning desire and I cut down the, 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 the other option. Oh, let me not show up. Let me reschedule with her for next week. Now, nah, it's right here, right now. This is all the time we have. So thank you so much, Coach AM. Right on. Right on. Are you loving it? Are you loving it? Dr. Yes, Todd, what do you got to say about that? What do you got to say about, about activating, about just, just, just burning the boats and getting, getting to it? Taking action. Well, you just said they actually say in our um, in the Be on TV boot camp, it doesn't have to be perfect. I did I did a whole photo shoot yesterday for a national magazine with no makeup on. I couldn't find my makeup. All I had was a little powder. I'm shiny right now, still on the edge. Got some lipstick on. It was like I'm gonna do it anyway, right? I'm gonna do it anyway. This is what this is what I was meant to do. I'm gonna step into the work and do what I was meant to do. Period. Period. Just do it. Just Dr. Chuck, what do you have to say about that? Coach A.W., when you, uh, A.M., I'm sorry. A.M. A.M., A.M., my brother's name is A.W., I'm sorry. A.M., <laughs> um, the, the having no, you know, you're, you're, you're in it to win it. I mean, you know, the commitment is there. The commitment is there. You said something, and I wish I could, could, could quote it verbatim, but it's like when there is no other option, you give it all. You give it your absolute all. Your absolute all because you truly believe that it that's your calling. That's for you. That's what it is. And to your point, Albert, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know what that looks like. We don't know what that that is. But 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 there's a scripture that I was reading last week and it was talking about when the disciples were going out. You guys, you know that, those of you who, who go there. And and he says, Don't worry about what you're gonna say. The Holy Spirit's got you on that. And I keep saying that not to be uh, irre irrelevant, irreverent, irreverent, but I'm saying that our commitment is to recognize that this thing, this is our calling. We've tried A, B, C, D, we've tried everything else. And now that that, that desire is still there. One of the things that I, I, I truly recognize in life at this stage in my life is that whatever that calling is, guys, I believe fervently that it sticks around. I mean, it, it, it may wither because you aren't doing anything with it, but once you water it, it just, right. you know what I'm saying? It just blows up and to your point, uh, Tracy, makeup or no, you're still beautiful. You're, what is that word that you've been using so frequently? Organically, it's just <laughs> happening, you know? And it, it happens because we have, we, there is a fervent desire. There really, really is. And Albert, there is a fervent desire to share people, to share with people God's word. That's our purpose for being here. And in whatever platform, on whatever platform, I figure that being a therapist is mine. That is where I am. That is where I, I believe fervently that I do my best work, not just for me, but because that's what he has poured into me. And I think that if we can believe that, there is a book, you guys may have read it once. Um, I think the last name of the author is Robertson. I think, uh, do what you love and the money will come. If you guys haven't read that, you might want to read that yes. because yes. indeed it is speak, speaking to basically the same thing that you are saying, Coach A.W., AM, AM, oh, AM versus PM, AM versus PM. There is a W in there somewhere. He is AW. He's actually, is it Albert Williams? So he no, actually, no, it's, it's Andre. Andre, Andre Williams. So he is Andre Williams. So he is AW, but yes. he goes by AMW. How about AMW? I got you now. All right. But, the, but to that point, really, when we are invested, when we say, the fear doesn't have a place for us anymore. There is no fear in perfect mm. love. And mm. I believe that there is no fear in perfect love. Mm, I love it. Uh, George, do you have, did you have anything in particular you want to share? I know you needed to drop um, in a moment here. So I wanted to give you a chance to share. <laughs> so I did have to do some convincing today. George got me really excited about his, 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 his acronym. So we're going to have him throw out two more and then he's going to, he's going to, he's going to, cut his time with us and join us at our 3 p.m. show. So join us at 3 p.m. We're going to talk about achieving racial equity and inclusion in business. It's an amazing conversation. Um, so George, go ahead and tell us the, the next part. You heard Dr. Tart just mention the word love. Isn't it great how this just flows? I like to show, I like to say that my show, this, this, this work that I'm doing, my mission, it's, it's, intentional but organic that's what i say at every show that's what i said to you albert right to get you he was like can i do it next week i'm like no <laughs> you're perfect for, i didn't say no i said 
you're perfect for this show. I said, we're going to do, and actually the truth is, I was too organized. I sent him a list of about 40 things that we could talk about. And he's like, uh, I saw all your questions and I'm a little nervous. So I deleted all the questions and said, basically, we're going to talk about three things. How to live your best life. We're going to talk about happiness, which you wrote in a happiness book. We're going to talk about inner spirit, the power of the inner spirit. We're writing in an inner spirit book, so I know you got that one down. And we're going to talk about overcoming obstacles because that's your thing. He said, I'm in. I'm in. Break it down. <laughs> so whatever you think the obstacles are, are they real obstacles or are they in your head? That's the other thing, right? Are they in your head? So, George. Oh, okay. I need you well, to tell I'm, us real I'm quick about... Being blessed by the others that are here, by you and by the others that are here uh, sharing uh, as well. So I, I'm really blessed that way. And and I think that, uh, you know, I believe that all of us, uh, we are God's workmanship. Yes. We are his work of art. And he's placed in each one of us uh, something to come out of us. And it's just up to us to, to help, you know, you know, do that part. We have to do our part. Um, and so, uh, and even when it comes to the issue of faith, um, you have to believe that God is, that he exists, and he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So we can seek God through prayer and uh, through his word and uh, and through one another, too, as well. And, um, you know, I've been through that period of time where I was uh, get college educated, and you think you know everything, and, and you wonder if there's really God or not, something above and beyond yourself, or, but, you, you know, I really came to my senses pretty quick though. Uh, but let me, I'll just share those other things too. So I, I did share the acronym for faith because I believe that uh, when you talk about faith, hope, and love, you got to make them actionable. And so I've chosen to use acronyms that relate to what they look like. When I said faith is like fighting down unbelief, acting on what you believe, imitating others who uh, demonstrated faith, taking God at his word and holding on to the profession of your faith. Well, I, I take hope this way. Hope is... Um, holding on to your profession of your hope. You know, you you, you got to verbalize what you you really are hoping for and looking forward to, because hope is more of a forward-looking, looking forward to. Oh, observing God's uh, promises. You got to pay attention to God's promises. God gives us promises. Uh, and so you have to observe them, pay attention to those promises. P, persevering or persisting in a state enterprise or undertaking in spite of opposition because it happens discouragement and one that i think some people don't recognize sometimes counter influences not everything is opposition not everything is discouragement sometimes there's counter influences trying to take you off of the track that you should be on and, and influence you to go a different way and it may seem good but it may not be the thing that's for you and so uh, and then E, encouraging others through in, in their difficult times. And I think you should encourage others. Even when you're going through difficulty, you encourage others. And that'll help your hope, uh, that part, that confident expectation of a future good to well up inside of you. And then love, um, L-O-V-E, lifting L, lifting the burdens of others. Oh, I had to write it down here again, because I've almost forgot some of it. I focus on the faith, but um, overcoming hate, prejudice, um, and uh, unforgiveness. A lot of people run around with unforgiveness. They just hating on people and just cause something happened. And you, you just put your, you bind yourself up. You prevent yourself from having joy. You hold, uh, when you don't, when you don't let go of some things, you, you run around with hate, then and you don't have love, you don't have joy. I think joy and love go together. The oh, uh, uh, verbalizing your care and concern uh, for others and to them, you know, don't just go around talking about it, but verbalizing it. And then E, emulating God. I mean, God is love. So emulating God, emulating goodness, emulating grace. Uh, oh. And or you could use E for uh, esteeming others more than yourself. Now, that's tough sometimes, but esteem others. I esteem all these people better than me. I mean, uh, they're me right. Me too. I, whenever I'm whenever I meet someone, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. Whenever I meet someone, I am already identifying or, you know, pulling in whatever that gift that God has given to them. I'm already so excited about it. I can't wait to elevate it. There's nothing about 
everyone has a gift. Everyone has something they can share with others. And I love, love, love what you just shared, George. Thank you so much oh, for that. Oh, yeah. One, I, one other thing. And, I, yes, and, I, and I'll take off and I'll come back at three. Um, like, for me, I, I believe God gifted me two ways. One is that I'm an urban planner. I have a master's in urban planning as well as a master's theology degree. But so I, I believe that it, through my life, I have two areas to go in. I want to make the world a better place. So I focus on I want to make the environment, the urban environment, rural environment as well, but I want to make the environment, the place, a better place. Places better, places for people to live in. But I also uh, have been called to help make people better people to live with as well. So that's part of my life. I love it. Anyway. I love it. So you right. talked about hope and you talked about love. And I saw heads nodding pretty feverishly there as well. Albert, I'm going to come to you. Then I'm going to go to Dr. Tart. Then I'm going to come circle back around to Coach, uh, Coach A.M. Williams. Albert, why were you, what, what about what he just said about love and, and hope? Which one of those particular elements? Both of them. Uh, both, both love and hope have um, become really sacred qualities for my life in order to overcome obstacles and just be joyful on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, as I share on my Ignite Happiness story, when I was four years old, my father got shot, robbed and killed, um, and I grew up without a father. And also my grandmother passed away before that, not in a short period of a time. So I had back-to-back -back deaths in my early life. And I, and I grew up filled with hate. I grew up filled with hate. I was mad at God. I was mad at life. As a little kid, I was questioning why these things happened. But then growing up, um, I grew up in a Dominican family, which is our culture. It's a, it's a loving culture. So I had the love of my family and also getting to know God, he gave me that hope, okay? Like inevitably, everything happens in my favor. Like God has a purpose, even in our darkest moments. So it just got me to hope that out of all these bad things, I'm able to be the light in the darkness now and trans transmute that hate that I used to feel for the man that killed my father, transmute it into love and understanding. Like I forgave him, I understand that he did it because he needed money for drugs or whatever. And it happened the way it happened. But love and hope is one of the things that we need to hold on to in our day-to-day -day lives, and especially now with all these crazy times that we're living in, you know? I love that. So so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask again, I'm going to always challenge my guests because there's always great information, but I want to make sure that we're also giving the activation, right? Love and hope, we just describe what it is. Let's also talk about, you, you, you heard this acronym was, was very specific. Hope including, included persevering or persisting in spite of opposition, um, uh, being discouraged, or I love what you said, George, counter influences. Don't let someone take you off track. Let's talk a little bit about that. Dr. Todd, I'm going to come to you real quick. As it relates to persevering, going off track, same question is going to come to you, Coach AM, but really what can we share with people today around keep getting the results they want, getting the joy and the results they want in life despite the challenges? And, and coach, I'm going to have you tell your story as well and kind of answer it when I come to you um, the, the same way around persevering and how you were able to move through. But Dr. Chart, what can you share with, with us and what do you share with your clients around this idea of persevering, uh, staying focused, being intentional? Yes. So one of the, the things that we have to understand is that sometimes we get off track or um, if that's not our bellywick, as it were, if that's not the thing that we are comfortable in doing or we don't know how to do it, I'm very simple. I love visual aids. So I said, write it down, make a vision board, see what you're asking for, know what that looks like, try it on. You know, what would, it ha what would happen if I were to be doing this today rather than doing my regular thing? And understand the connections, those things, those obstacles that bind you, as it were, those strongholds. You got to be mindful of that. So in terms of the action itself, then, and, and two, it may require that you get around people who can motivate you. If, if, the, if, the, if, if the environment that you're in doesn't lend itself to the direction or the trajectory that you want to take in your life, fine, you gotta, do be, you gotta be due diligent. You gotta have your due diligence as we were just talking about before in terms of taking the courage. It takes courage getting out of the, uh, if you wanna be a butterfly, then you can't be a caterpillar. 
You know, you just got to, this is uh, the coach was saying, but the point that I'm making, and it's like, what does it look like to be a caterpillar? Sometimes we are afraid to try it on. Sometimes we are so afraid of what it is that God has given us, then we want to project and say that it's because Fred, Bob, Ted, and Alice did this, that, and the other. But the reality here is what's your action? What is it that you're willing to do today? Write it down, be deliberate, be purposeful, walk in it, try it on, make the sacrifices. Create the, create the circumstance before the, create the resolve before the circumstance, before the crisis. Before you step into this, what in your head have you decided that this is going to look like? Okay? I love that. And if we I have to talk that. about that for a couple of sessions, then we, we have to try to create that, not only the image, but then we have to put it on as a reality. I love that. I love that. That's one of the things I write about also in my book, Loving the Journey and Living the Dream. It really is about knowing what it is, aligning very clearly with what it is, feeling, feeling it, seeing it, but also walking in it, like imagining mm -hmm. you're doing that thing right now. And, and Tony Robbins always talks about tapping into the emotions, physically get mm -hmm. into it, get as happy as you're going to be then. And your body will kind of continue to, to, to be a magnetic force to, to, to that thing, that future thing. Whew, this is so amazing. Can you guys believe we have 14 minutes left in this first hour, fastest hour of my life, always, always. Stay with us, though, because at 3 o'clock, we have another amazing, amazing topic. These guys are going to stay with us as we bring a couple of more people on. It's going to be amazing. Coach AM, tell us a little bit about your story and how you persevered. And what advice and lessons will that share with our audience? Well, I, I can simply say that um, my background is finance and um, literally my story is basically at the age of 28, I almost died. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I ended up, the doctors told me they, I, they handed me life, just basically handed me a card and said, sir, you got cysts on your spine. And if we don't operate quick, you could be dead within 10 days. So um, without having any warning or anything else, I had to, have a surgery that I didn't know whether it would be life ending or not. I just had to, to yield to it and do it. I had to take the drug, the dark path to change. I didn't know. Um, I had the surgery. I went well with it. It went well. Um, and I was able to even walk afterwards, but I wasn't able to, to walk the way that I used to, and I didn't get the proper help that I needed. So, um, trying to compensate and doing things the wrong way, the, within a year, the shunt that they had put in my spine came out. And so they had to put another one in. Um, in the process of uh, having that second surgery, um, they asked me to move my legs. I couldn't do it. They asked for me to wiggle my toes. I couldn't do it. So they immediately diagnosed me quadriplegic and I moved my arms. And then they said, well, he's definitely not quadriplegic. And they diagnosed me paraplegic. And then I moved my legs and then they said, he's not paraplegic either, but he can't completely move his legs, you know, on command um, as much. And so they diagnosed me incomplete paraplegic, which basically means extreme weakness in the legs. And so in that process of doing that, I was on a journey to come back to strengthen my legs and get back on my feet again. Well, little did I know in the process of having that operation, uh, the second surgery, I contracted MRSA in the operating room. So, you know, I'm already dealing with, you know, cysts on my spine that I get the deadliest staph infection known to man. Um, wow. And it lied in my system two years dormant. And then it came up and exploded and created holes the size of softballs in four different places in my body. Um, so between the ages of 29 to 36, I spent those in the hospital trying to recover. I, I I've been in the ICU, CCU, acute care facilities. I've lived in three nursing homes. Um, I would go into a place and that they were rolling me into and a dead person was being rolled out of the same room. And I would be in the hall with the person that is coming out of the room that is now dead. And I'm right here beside them. And, um, you know, my life was those experiences and then but in the middle of all of that there was a voice in my head telling me that something in my life 
could be leveraged to create something that I wanted. Something in my life could be leveraged to create something that I wanted. I'm flat bed on my on my back in a hospital bed and I'm hearing this. And so in the midst of everything that was going on, 90% of my income lost, 95% of my friends lost, and I had extreme weakness in my legs. I was mad at everything. I was mad at God. I was mad at everybody. I was, you know, it was, it was, it was, you know, all of that, but that voice just kept speaking to me. And so when I made the decision that I was going to adhere to what I was hearing, um, a very dear friend of mine had started, um, started me on some personal development material. I never had heard of this stuff. And so as she gave it to me, I just engulfed myself in it more and more and more and more and more. And I heard about becoming a life coach and I immediately got online and got my certification to become a life coach from a hospital bed. Um, and I learned how to start a radio show from a hospital bed. And my first radio show and my first client was obtained in a hospital, in a hospital bed. So my coaching business started from the hospital. Um, my show started from the hospital and the doctors told my nurses to put up a sign, please don't disturb, he's recording. I got <laughs> I my first that. clients in the hospital. So <laughs> that's where it all started that. for me, but because I had gone through so much, but I had, I had gone through so much and so persisted so much that, um, I just didn't let anything deter me in spite of all those voices. Um, I kept moving. And by the way, that friend that kept sending me that material and standing in my corner has now been my wife for 11 years. All right so. now. <laughs> See, th this is one of those stories. I'm, I'm with, you took me through an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> Hold on. Let me put it on gallery view. Are uh, you guys all as, as any comments while I recover? Anybody want to say something to, yes, to, to yes, the AM? Yes. Say something to the audience about what they can get from that amazing story? Yes, uh, uh, Coach, I just have to say, give God all the praise. Glory to Always. God, Father Always. in heaven. Hallelujah. I Always. just want you to know, young man, that it is so amazing. Your story is so amazing. It hit so many buttons for me, but I'm not going to go there. But I will tell you this. The sermon this morning, the sermon this morning was about recognizing that when we, uh, even though we may be called the children of God, it doesn't exclude us from hardship. It doesn't. Mm. As a matter of fact, he talked about Joseph. He talked about Daniel. He talked about even Mary. He talked about Elizabeth. Okay, he talks about all of these people who may have been going through so many, so many changes and so many uh, 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 circumstances where during their times, it could have been life-threatening or it was life-threatening, <laughs> excuse me, in a number of the cases, but they prevailed. Why? And I submit, this is Geraldine, I submit that it's Romans, the eighth chapter and the 28th verse. That's what I submit because God's word will not fail. And I just have to celebrate you, celebrate. Dr. Dr. Chart, now for those who don't know Romans 8, you gotta, you gotta break it down for the okay. audience. Come for on now. Know, for we know that God works in the midst of all things for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So see, we were supposed to meet today. This was divine intervention. Right? I believe in divine intervention. Yes. Yes. So what I heard- This was divine intervention. Because those, what are, I heard, those are the miracles of the day. I'm sorry. No, I, I love that. What I heard you say was being destined <laughs> for greatness. Hear me, people. I don't even know where to look. I'm looking everywhere. Mm -hmm. Being destined for greatness does not mean you will not have challenges. It does not mean you're not going to have problems. It does not mean you're going to be not be living in a pandemic, maybe unemployed or underemployed. Maybe you got COVID or some other medical disease. It doesn't mean that those bad things are not going to happen. What we're saying is yes and. We're yes. saying despite those yes things, and. And sometimes for me because of those things. Absolutely. That's where you can find your greatness. That butterfly cannot make his way out of the cocoon unless he struggles. If you go into a, into a caterpillar and, and, and split it open for him, he's not going to be a healthy butterfly. 
He didn't get a chance to kind of work his way out. There's a whole process. Am I am I really being a butterfly right now? There's a whole yes. process, right? Absolutely, absolutely. There's a whole process that is required to overcome obstacles. So anyone else want to share their thoughts about the requirement? And again, we have six minutes. So we're going to come to our closing thoughts on this particular to topic. And again, stay with us because at three o'clock, these guys are going to stay with us. And we have this amazing conversation. We're going to go into around achieving racial equity and inclusion. And guess what? guess what? You're going to love this. It includes love. It's yes, all it about love as well. It's all about leadership. It's all about knowing and doing the right thing, taking actions, seeking results. They're so connected. These topics are so connected. So stay with us. You're going to get more of this and then some, and then we're going to help you to focus it in a particular area. So does anyone in our last uh, five minutes, I'm going to have each of you give me a one minute closing and again, we're going to bring you back again for another show. Is this the fastest hour of your life or what? We're going to bring you back for another show. I'm going to start with George, then I'm going to go to Albert, then I'm going to go to Coach AM, and then I'm going to go to Dr. Jerry Bertart. So the question is, the final call to action to our audience mm. on this idea of getting the results and the joy they want in life despite obstacles, what would you say to that person right now who is like, oh, my God, that, that, this message was for me? What action would you tell them to go do right now to persevere, to move forward, to, to find faith, love, and hope, any of those things? Well, first of all, the act on their faith, if they have any faith right now, any of the comforts right now, God is speaking to them. Listen to that voice. God speaks to everybody. Even I say God tries to speak to unbelievers through his word, through other, other people, through other believers, but his voice is always there. Uh, but for believers, his voice is is there on the inside too. And and if as they the more they are God inside minded, the better they are. And but act on what you believe. Go I out there it. and act on it. I love it. I love it. Thank you very much, Albert. Same question. Just um, just keep keep going forward. Um, we're living up in the world of relativity. I believe that for me to know happiness, I had to go through the dark moments in my life. I had to know anger. I, I, I had to know hate. I, know, I, I had to know sadness for me in order to now appreciate and know love and know hope and know what real friendship looks like and know what trust looks like. So keep going what you're going through. Um, get in touch with your light and feel the fear and just do it anyways. Grab fear by the hands and just do it anyways. Thank you so much, Coach A.M. Williams, for um sharing with us your story. It really touched me. And you're an example for everyone that persistence is key um, to get to reach and create the results that God wants to create through us. Because I believe that we're just vessels and instruments of God. We're just here doing God's work. So just be yourself. Thank you so much. Coach A.M. Williams in the house. Advice, final words of wisdom. Well, Napoleon Hill once said in his book, Think and Grow Rich, every adversity brings with it the seed of an equivalent advantage. So when we look at what we're going through, sometimes we think the obstacle is in the way, but what is in the way sometimes happens to be the way. So what we have to do is reframe it all. And rather than saying, why am I going through this? We should ask ourselves, what's the gift in this? That's how we turn reluctance into resilience. And the true victory is not in just simply overcoming the adversity the true victory is learning how to dance with it mm, mm, mm. Hey, this is some good stuff people are you feeling us dr jerry bird tart bring us home darling i'm gonna say what he said <laughs> <laughs> what he said was every adversity brings how was that how did you end it the equal advantage yes every adversity brings with it the seed of an equivalent advantage the seed of an equivalent okay. advantage. And the only other word that I want to add to that is recognizing abundance. We are, we have abundant love within us, but we have to believe that in order to do what he said. <laughs> what he said. All right. What they said. This is Tracy Harrell. I am so excited. Listen, we're going to have you guys back because we got to continue this conversation. I just want to say thank you so much. Stay with us. We'll be back in three minutes.